0: Hello and welcome to fade our take the next great sports podcast this is your host bobby who is the lone yankees fan the lone edmonton oilers fan but consensusly joined the bat- bandwagon of being a bruins and a celtics fan joined by
1: how much us your life story while you're at it
0: Oh, um, I was born in March Nubskin. <laughs> so to my right, um, is Jake two-thirds of this podcast?
1: Yeah, I would say there's really not much to say. I'm not even going to follow up with Bobby's thing. Him <laughs>
2: himself is two-thirds? Yeah. <laughs> just, just by himself, he is two-thirds. <laughs> I would
1: say I don't even think I can follow you up there. You just you really went into detail there.
2: Okay, well, the
0: viewers need to know where we stand on important oh, topics. Oh,
1: Boston, home and grown all the way.
0: Okay, well, that's jock. And then on the edge of the couch, my roommate, Cam.
2: Hello, everybody.
0: I think he's also just pretty chalk. Yeah, even... I'm
2: pretty uh, pretty much a New England diehard through and through.
0: Yeah, you guys never switched it up. Kind of lame. Um, but as you guys know, this is episode one. And how you know that is because you're watching this episode titled episode one. So, fade our take. It's kind of... If you're taking it on my takes definitely fade them because i have
2: a win percentage of about three percent no doubt run as far and fast as away as you can from bobby's takes i'll
1: say we 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 had an old saying bet the opposite when it comes to bobby's takes bet the opposite i've
0: been on a hot streak lately but this podcast is going to be more than just sports betting it's going to be sports topics sports discussion sports betting for sure As well as like sports predictions and just analysis of all the major sports. Who knows, we might get into some badminton with the Olympics coming up. So, essentially, what we want to accomplish is to make you money by betting the opposite of whatever I tell you to bet. But at the same time, hope that through the duration of this podcast to bring bring home a few championships. And who knows, Jake might finally go to a parade.
2: Yeah, I I don't know. I've refused to any single parade. You haven't been to a single parade. Nope, never. Gone. I've been I went to the Sox parade and it was a great time. I've, I also don't watch
1: championships with people. I like to sit alone at home and watch championships. That's just lame. Yep.
2: And story time. Hey,
1: we we win though when we I do that. I'm just the saying. one time championship. Actually crazy watched.
2: story, the Pats comeback against the Falcons, I was asleep for most of that. Really? Yeah. I woke up for the tying touchdown and then I watched the uh, the the game winning score.
0: I drove all the way up from Providence to watch it at my buddy Shiloh's, and his dad went to sleep when it was 28-3. to 3. He was like, this is stupid. Just yep. see you guys' us on the way out. And then we started screaming that it was going to go to overtime, and he we were like, you're not allowed to come down. Like, yeah, no, if, if we win, you, you can't watch. Yeah. Like, you're, you're banned. See yeah. you later. But more specifically, I was going to say, Jake, the last championship game that the New England oh. teams had was with us at Buffalo Wild Wings. Game 7 of the Stanley Cup.
1: Yep, I regret it.
0: And that decision alone is the reason we have not won a cup in 10 years. That's all on you, dude. All on Jake. All on me. Whatever. And so he's going to make it up to you guys by giving you some good takes throughout the duration of this podcast. So, the first topic we really want to discuss is talking about rings. Tampa Bay, Lightning, just won back-to-back, granted, As Cam will always say, eighteen million over the cap. Not just Cam, everyone, everyone. Everyone outside of the Greater Tampa Bay area will agree, eighteen
2: million over the cap. They do deserve credit though, even with that over the cap. Yeah, that team is just a powerhouse, man. It just was built so well. Very good decor. The top end of the top six forwards are just ridiculous. Elite goaltender, probably the best goaltender in the league. Um, just through and through just excellent always hitting on prospects too, calling up guys mm-hmm. and just instant impact all the time turning like low-end prospects uh, into into like just absolutely serviceable players all the time the problem with it
0: though is our captain is made of glass plays minimal games
2: is Stamkos the captain there right
0: yeah Stamkos yeah. absolutely he's literally uh, like an ice like statue yeah. I think like, guys. did sports.
2: he play did he play every like, most of the games this year or did he have an injury for I know Kucherov sure obviously was out the whole regular season, but he was I didn't healthy know, the whole. I didn't season. know if Stamkos played like the majority of the regular season. I think season. he, I think he did play majority. I think there yep. might have been a couple he missed. Yeah, but, uh, I think mostly.
0: Yep.
2: But they're ma- gonna have an interesting offseason. They have a lot of players that are up for free agency. Some impact players. They're gonna have to rebuild a lot, especially the bottom six. They're gonna have to rebuild a lot of that.
0: But Cam led right into it. Not only are teams gonna have to re, essentially re-evaluate their whole roster to fit the cap. There's also a new team in the NHL. Yep. The
2: Kraken. The Kraken. I think, well, I, well, it's, I think Kraken. it's what? Wednesday, right? Wednesday, Wednesday. 8 p.m.
0: Yep. So my question is, one, do we like the name? I know it's been out I for a it. while. Yeah, I, I dig, dig
1: it. it. I dig yeah. it. I dig it. At first I, first, I
2: thought it was kind of lame. I was like, this is just kind of like, well, it seemed like a little bit like a kid's name. And then it grew on me, and I was like, "Kraken's kind of badass." Like, it, it is. Yeah, you know, that's pretty sick. I was, pretty pretty killer, I was like, even yeah.
1: even the color scheme. I kind of like the color scheme. Yeah.
2: Yeah, they don't. Not a lot of teams use that kind of color scheme. No, of that, not that all. That kind of colors of like what is it? Like it's like a greenish, turquoise. Yeah, 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 turquoisey. Yeah. Yeah. Tur- yeah. Turquoisey yeah. teal. Yeah. Not many teams get in like the darks. Like I think there's some red in there too and black. Right. It's like red, black, and turquoise. Yeah,
1: I I think they have like a super like dark navy yeah. jersey, and then it's like the logo yeah. and the turquoise. Yeah,
2: it's going to be a pretty sick uniform setup, I think.
1: Oh yeah, plenty of people we scoop. Uh,
2: Seattle's a great place, I think, for sports in general. Yeah, so. for
1: sure. Like, they, they yeah, they took away the basketball team, but you still have the Seahawks. Yeah, you still have the Mariners.
2: The problem is, the
0: Mariner, Mariners are absolutely garbage. Yeah, yeah they have a nasty
2: true. farm system. So that team's going to be good in a few years, I think.
0: So I just my follow up to that is the last expansion draft was with the Vegas Knights.
1: I actually rewatched that this morning. And did you? Yeah, whole thing, whole thirty four minutes of the video. Wow. And
0: the kraken's expectations are going to be stanley cup first year
2: i disagree i think yeah i was reading through some some plans on how like different kind of theories on how they could go about it and i think they're going to go with kind of a younger approach not obviously like building straight off of like for de- development and being like a bad team mm-hmm. but i don't think they're going to go as win now as vegas. as vegas did
1: yeah, I mean, it, Vegas was a huge surprise their first year. Obviously, you make it to the Stanley Cup. Unfortunately, they don't win. I was actually rooting for them to win. You know, they fell a little short. But, again, it just goes to show you, they fleeced everyone. You know, all the trades they made worked out in their favor because all the other teams, you know, it ended up hurting them, essentially.
0: Didn't they, like, hold some players' ransom? They were like, we want him, oh, yeah. but unless you give us, like, a yep. good deal. Yep. Or, yeah. We're not, not going to take I him.
2: I heard that they are planning to do that with Tarasenko. They're going to mm-hmm. pick him just to trade him.
0: I love that. I, as Cam would do with fantasy football, he just wants to hoard all the picks. Oh, yeah. I think Seattle will come in. I don't. I feel like it's also different because now that we've recently had an expansion team, uh, the teams now know what to do. Correct. They have a better yes.
2: idea on who to protect and who not to protect.
0: Which, clearly, Boston didn't get the memo because we did protect Jake Dabrowski.
2: I think that's because they believe he's got way more trade value than Nick Ritchie, and he does. So I agree with that, yeah. I think DeBrusque is on the move. I don't know yeah, I think when, if it's going to it's gonna be this offseason or next season, but I think he's kind of on the bad side with uh, management and coaching, just his, his inability to consistently kind of put in a full effort every night mm-hmm. um, on a team that really values that as opposed to like necessarily being good. Like A lot of their players in their lineup are more so just guys that will just give you everything they got every night. As opposed to like being skilled players,
1: yeah, those guys who will take an off night, you know, if it's just not going their
2: way.
0: Yeah. Richie in the playoffs, I didn't think it was too bad. He, I don't, to, he well, fought pretty much every. I don't think whistle. he's
2: bad either. I'm just, I think, I mean, if he, you look at the two players, DeBrusque is younger, has like a higher uh, ceiling, and he's also still developing. Where Richie, you could argue, is kind of done developing. He's he is who he is. He's a big body who can stand in front of the net and hopefully get some deflections and help you on the power play, but other than that, you're not going to get a whole lot. Yeah,
1: there. I mean, the the thing, I've said this to Bobby before, I mean, he was the number 10 pick in his draft, and yeah. you, who, who was in the 20s that draft?
0: That was a nasty draft.
1: That would be David Posternak. Yeah. You know, it It just goes to show you, it's crazy that they were both in the first round, and it's, yeah. you know, you look at Posternak's production, and you're just like, wow, can you imagine a top 10 pick in that draft, having him on the same team?
0: Yeah.
1: You do have it, and it's Nick Ritchie, and you just don't get much, but...
0: But if you think about it, DeBrusque was in that draft where we had three picks in a row and all the players that went after him.
1: Yeah, he's the only one who's consistently made the NHL out of those three. I will say that
2: he has shown brief periods of time where he looks good. It just he for some reason can't put it all together and just can't consistently go out there and yep.
1: play well. The definition of an extremely streaky player. Oh, wicked! Which and when
2: he's know. hot, he is like one of the hottest players in the league. Oh, absolutely! But uh, I mean, he gets ice cold, and he can go for like thirty games for being being cold. Yep, and I mean everyone likes to throw that thing out there. Oh, he almost scored yeah. thirty
1: goals again. It's just one year.
2: I don't see how you can like really. It's like so hard to read redevelop- a you want a player that can be like a first line scorer for you and then also be a healthy scratch the next night like mm-hmm. it's just so ridiculous like the range of outcomes where it's tough to like really put that guy in a position where he's going to be a major key to your franchise like I just don't see it yeah I mean it's just in general but yeah. I think other teams do see that and I think that's what the Bruins think Yes, they can hold him and they can package him in some deal and Probably it would yeah. be a valuable asset to move in a package to get someone else
1: yeah I, I think that's I think that's the mindset with them honestly I mean who knows when it'll actually yeah. be that he gets moved, but
2: cause I think most likely it's going to be Richie or Clifton getting picked by the, Bru- um, by the Kraken in the, uh, expansion draft. If I had to take a guess, Clifton's like the highest upside guy. He's shown flashes of being pretty, uh, pretty good player. Um, obviously still pretty young or Richie obviously is like a, a perfect guy that can swing like maybe second line, third line, depending on how he's feeling, like in certain lineups and stuff. And is pretty cheap deal. Um, I think those are kind of based on who I saw that was available for the Bruins. That's kind of who came to me as the two players that I would I could probably see that would be on the on the, like, on the uh for the taking there. Yeah, I
1: mean, it's I've been looking at mock drafts like probably the last couple of months to be completely honest. And the, yeah. you know, obviously, <laughs> back then, no one knew what the protected lists were going to be, no one yeah. knew yada yada yada. But the m- most of the uh mock drafts I've seen, at least for the Bruins' sake, I've seen a lot of Lausanne get taken. A yeah, lot of people take it. I even saw Akasha. I saw Kasha get taken, which yeah. take it, take him, now, take him honestly. The yeah. guy's I'm made of glass. I'm honestly you want to talk about Stamkos? So that guy's made of glass.
2: Honestly, it. there's no one that I'm going to be really upset with. Yeah. Obviously, there's I don't think there's any way Taylor Hall's signing there, and I don't think Krejci's signing there. So I don't think those two... those are two options where I'd be upset with that are unprotected. Um, but I don't think either one of them are going to sign with there yeah, uh, with I, the Kraken. I so I don't clearly. think there's anything to worry about there. And the rest of the team. Like uh, who is it for goalies? It's Tuca that's unprotected, right? Because he's an yeah, unrestricted tu- free agent, so Tuca he can, Halak he can sign with them. Um, Swayman
1: was ineligible.
2: Yeah, so it'd be interesting to see. I think what I saw a report that they were going to get Dryder from the Panthers. So. Yeah,
1: Dryger I heard they're like they're like in bed together basically, yeah. Yeah, right? With
0: Braden Holtby and Capo Kokkinen as.
1: The three, I, like three I also worked. heard Actually, I that they're that.
2: really doing their due diligence on Price as well. But he has some some leg and or knee and hip injuries that kind of concern them. I heard.
1: Yeah, speaking of Carey Price, I mean, was that, did that one surprise you guys at all? That he, you know, obviously he waived his no, no yeah. move clause. But. well, it
2: made a lot of sense, I think, because one, I don't think Montreal thinks that they're going to take him because his ten five cap hit is just a huge number. And yeah, they want to 34. exactly. They want to protect Jake Allen because they believe that he's probably the goalie of the future. Um, so I mean, a guy just entering his prime had really good numbers last year. Obviously, splitting time with uh, with Price was able to keep Price uh, his minutes low. Um, I think that's kind of the move was there. I just don't think that they're gonna think that the Kraken are gonna take them because that's a huge cap at ten five is a, bit, a lot of money to commit. Especially to a 34-year-old goalie on a team that's probably not going to be super competitive right away. And still five years on the deal, too. Exactly. But, obviously, it's funny. It's a if, huge commitment for a startup franchise. You
1: know, it's it's funny with Jake Allen because I feel like the narrative on him was flipped. Because back in the day, you know, there used to be memes made about him. You know, he used to rob St. Louis, up, oh, yeah. you know, $4 million yeah. a year, yada, yada, yada. But
2: he reminds me of, like, a kind of like a Leonard um, career trajectory where he kind of comes in a league. He has, like, a shows flashes of being nasty that's but what also yeah. kind of has i mean leonard i think was more he i think would dealt with like depression and anxiety and stuff obviously it's kind of documented but i don't know if that's similar with jake allen or whatnot but just for some reason they, they strike me when i watch them as similar kind of products and i could see jake allen have it being a guy where like a new fit in city kind of gets him in a place where he can be successful
1: yeah i, I like so. that comparison I would say Bobby. Was there any players who kind of surprised
2: you that got
0: uh, unprotected? I not that they didn't get unprotected, but Alex Ovechkin is a player that's very interesting to me. As a sole PR stunt, if I'm the crack and I'm taking Ovechkin, I don't care. It'll be talked about. It'll see it, like Seattle fans will be hyped that they're getting one of the greatest players of all time. But if I'm Alex Ovechkin, I'm not going to Seattle. Yeah, no. I not heard saying.
2: that Washington's in for a very big rebuild this offseason. From what i heard i guess there was a lot of talks um of that locker room being in actual like turmoil before the playoffs started the last Russians year hate each other. yeah my uh my handicapper had some inside information there and it was saying that there was uh, some very much a lot of animosity in that locker room
0: didn't ovechkin skate up to the goalie and just say like
2: I'm like, No, he was on the bench and he told him I I'd have to watch the clip again, but someone translated Yeah, that was after what game
1: three when chris yeah, scored.
2: When yeah. uh, uh Samsonov let that soft one in. Yeah. And he was I, I could I can't remember exactly what he said, but it was something like that I'll kill you or something like that. In Russian, yeah. Yeah, it was just insane.
0: Which is like the complete opposite of what you should tell your goalie. Especially in the as a
2: captain of a team. You like really don't tell your goalie like, I'll kill you. You know what I mean? You're more of like uh everybody has those days or whatever. We'll all, we'll all pick you up, we'll we'll get together, like you know what I mean? Like we're gonna come together as a team and kinda get through this. And you thought Tuka was a headcase. Yeah. Sam Sonov's
0: like, I might not be able to go back home if yeah. if I let in another goal.
2: I don't even know if Tuka it's tough to like it's tough. he's he definitely seems like he, he's a head case, but I really think like whenever you see peak Tuca, it's regular season obviously where he's just dominant. And he's just not playing every single night. He's in some form of rotation, whether it's like a, a two games to one or in every other game. Like, he's always rotating when it's peak Tuca. He's not a guy that's going to go out there and start 60 to 65 games. And when he's at his peak, it's not playing every night. And I think the playoffs just wear on him where he's going every single game.
0: And that's why we need a Swayman-Tuca combo.
2: I don't know, man. I think it's time. You have the chance right now to move on from Tuca and not upset anyone. Um I think it's time to just move on.
0: Jake, you're a serial NHL fan.
2: Uh, What's the the
0: mindset behind a two-goalie you got to think, too,
2: Tuca's not coming back till January. Perfect. Most likely, you can guarantee February, but there's a chance for January. So you're already missing a large chunk of the season without him. So if you don't bring him, or if you do bring him back, you also have to sign a vet goalie to be the backup. So then you have to figure out that because you have to bring Tuca back as well.
1: Yeah, because re- realistically, I think the way the Bruins look at it is, I I think they do want to bring Tuca back. I, I think it's just management can't help themselves. But like like Cam just said, obviously you'd need to sign a vet who's obviously not Jaroslav Halak. We're moving on from him.
2: Yeah, Halak's gone. I do like Halak. I think he's very think. underrated.
1: I agree. I, I unfortunately it's just yeah, it just seemed to like be that time where he was on his way out. But I think you need yet Swayman as a starter in the AHL this year. You know, give him a full season. Uh, I think it's time to really see what you have in Vladar you protected him let's see what you, let's see what he's really got honestly yeah I mean I felt so bad for the guy when they threw him into the playoffs against Tampa the yeah. guy got totally undressed like his first shot it was yeah. like oh my god I felt so bad but I think it's time to kind of throw him into the water you know let's see what he's really got yeah unfortunately I don't know who that vet goalie is I'm gonna have to take a look at the market
2: uh, but I think there'll be a lot out there I bet you there's a decent amount of vets that you would be surprised how cheap they're gonna be yeah um like i'd have to do the same i have to check the market and see but it seems like every single off season, you're seeing goalies that like you see a deal and you're like wow that's kind of like not ex- like a decent deal you know what i mean like so yeah. people are signing for two and a half three and a half three million which is
0: very annoying as an oiler's fan guys that can eat because eat we're incapable of getting a goalie oh
2: my god ever yeah yep.
0: they can just have like the number one goalie prospect of all time and they'll trade him for nothing
2: yeah it just seems like a team is destined to never have goaltending.
1: Yeah, but, I mean, kind of backtracking to Alex Ovechkin, yeah, that'd be marketable, but it, I was, looking at everyone's unprotected list, the top three marketable names, one we've already gone over, Carey Price. Just in yeah. the Stanley Cup. Yep, Justin the Stanley Cup, you know, could be looking for, you know, some scenery change, who knows, I don't know. Alex Ovechkin, who we've already gone over, who we don't think will resign. Third one, not a good contract, but marketable, P.K. Subban.
2: Oh God! Yeah.
1: He, as much as people don't like him, he isn't is, it
2: just one year left though, but it's big money, right? I, I think it's million. $9 million yeah. one year.
1: But again, he, he's a he's a good face, you know. Yeah. He loves to talk, you know. He'd be great in market. Yeah. Uh you know those will be my top three ideas if you're looking to market. But based on like I was saying before, I looked at a lot of mock drafts. I agree with you, Kim. A lot of guys seem to be going younger with Seattle. Like a lot of a lot of young talent gets picked. Yep. But the problem is, you know. Some of those guys are going to have to play NHL unless you sign a whole bunch of guys. I think
2: the league as a whole for the Vegas um, expansion draft thought that they would try to go so young where they left some of those kind of like your William Carlson's and that kind of players like unprotected that they thought would squeeze through. But all of them obviously Vegas did an excellent job of just scooping up all the value there. And mm-hmm. with through trades and just making the right picks and everything, obviously putting together a great roster, I think the the oh you're gonna have a correction in the other way where every team is gonna try to take care of their like core roster pieces and not risk losing any of those guys. So you might have like a. You might see the Kraken come out with like a young roster that's ready to compete in a couple years, as opposed to ready to compete right away, as kind of where Vegas was.
1: Yeah, I mean, you have to give a huge shout out to uh, Vegas's talent evaluation too, because they. I was watching it; they got Shea Theodore for like nothing, and and he is disgusting, and he is is now like a top five NHL defenseman.
2: Yes, and it's they got a lot of players who are. He's a guy who I'd be super happy leading my decor. Like oh, absolutely. Like, there's no like. He'd be not only is he just great, but I'd be happy with him as my like lead defenseman. Obviously, as a Bruins fan with McAvoy, I would not want that now, but. Mm-hmm. It, yeah, as a just a general team, like if I was going to build a team, I'd be perfectly fine if well, the, Shea, like, is your Shea Theodore one. is my number one. Yeah, player.
1: and I mean, again, watching through, you know, they got marchiso from Florida, and they ended up getting Riley Smith in the same deal, and those guys are two huge pieces there.
2: Yeah, Riley Smith. Props to him too for kind of putting it together late in his career. Yeah. Oh yeah. Or not necessarily late, but kind of just a late bloomer. Oh yeah. Um, Dallas was he he was the good. F- he was good when he was with the Bruins and also on mm-hmm. Dallas, but. He seems to just be at another level now in, in Vegas.
1: Yeah, you know, you surround him with some talent and he shows you what he can really do.
0: And do you think there'll be any major surprises on expansion draft day Wednesday?
1: Uh, not like, Not really. Because I, I mean,
2: I've kind of looked through all the. I almost think it'll be kind of boring. Like, yeah. you'll be expecting someone, like, you'll be expecting a price of Echkin yep. and Tarasenko or yeah, you something. Get I one. think Terasenko might be the biggest name because I really yep. believe there's a lot of value in taking him and trading him.
1: Yeah, I'll say a lot of people are talking about James Van Riemseck, too.
2: He, he came off a kind of bounce back yeah. year for him. I mean, yeah, it's, it's, it's bigger money. but He him. seems to me, too, like a guy like that a lot of front offices will think that he's like situational-based. Mm-hmm. I think where they look at him and they're maybe not like, wow, this player is really someone we can build around, but he's like, will this player be successful in our system? As opposed to looking at the player and being like, he's a great player. I want him no matter what. I think yeah. you look at him the other way around and you're like, does he fit us? Yeah. As opposed to, like, us wanting him no matter what.
0: UNH, correct?
2: Yeah, honestly, I think he's got a bigger contract here. I think he's, like, seven and a half million. Yeah, he's got a decent
1: number attached to him. Yeah, because it was him and Voracek, and I knew uh, JVR was, like, a million dollars less.
0: Yeah. And so, wrapping that up, I guess just, like, as, like, what should the Kraken's expectations be? Playoffs? Just rebuild for, like, a late, like, five-year bloom?
2: I think it's hard to set right yeah, now because obviously really don't. you don't know the roster yet. Yep. But I, th- it's if like if you, you know, were
0: GMing, if you like, you were the GM of. Based on what this, I yeah.
2: saw, the players you're gonna have to take. I don't see an immediately like a a cup contender. No. Could they put together a roster that's like competitive, maybe fighting for a playoff spot? Sure. But do I think that this team, with the pieces that they have available to them, can be like a cup contender? I don't think so unless they happen to get some steel that just pops off in the situation. You know
1: what I mean? Yeah, realistically, the problem is there's not a bona fide star centerpiece. Like, you need a center in this league. The best center overall I was kind of looking at was, like, Max Domi, who to me would be maybe, like, a second-line center. And also,
2: from what I saw this draft class, because I think they're picking, what, second? Yes. I did not see, like, an NHL-ready stud yet. That's, like, it'd be one thing to jumpstart the franchise if you had, like... A player that can go day one and be a second or first line player for you yeah i would say this isn't i the- just don't see that this draft class i i saw a lot of players that look like they're kind of like st- still really quality players but i see a lot of people from at least what i read and i'm not like a hockey scout so i can't say for sure based on what i've seen but based on what i've read it seems like a class to me that's kind of projected to be out a couple of years as opposed to a class that has a lot of like ready talent
1: yeah unfortunately this isn't 2015 there's no Connor McDavid and Jack Eichel there's no there's no one-two punch like that that was a great draft class,
2: or even
0: Austin Matthews yep like I feel like the last couple drafts you had like a stud regardless of position yep where you're like, if you're drafting the top even the three, Jack Hughes
2: class, they were Jack Hughes was supposed to be a player, not maybe of Mike David's caliber, but like Caleb a guy who went four, ready to go He's day one. Yeah,
1: I mean Jack, I mean Jack Hughes like had a didn't have a kind of underwhelming rookie year, but he bounced back this year and actually had a pretty solid year. Oh yeah, I thought he played pretty well. Yeah, at the start of the year he was pretty hot actually, and it's great. I'm curious to see if they actually take uh, Luke Hughes with number four.
0: Do you think he'll be there at four?
1: Yes. It's, yeah. I, it's gonna be a Owen Power, uh, number one. If
2: wasn't he talking about going back to school? I
1: heard that too, but it sounds it sounds like he's sucking it up and doing it and yeah. entering. And just going to Buffalo. It yeah. seems
2: kind of crazy to me, like the fact that you would think about going back to like school when you're like almost guaranteed, like yeah, at least top five selection, money, yeah. like losing that money and opportunity.
0: Well, do you think he'd be? I num-
2: Jesse was telling
0: me our friend Jesse was saying that next year's draft class is nasty. Yeah. He's I like, feel
2: like everybody says that all the time for hockey. It's like it's tough to tell till you get to the draft, like how the class is gonna be. I feel like because every single time um, I hear people talking about it, they're always like, "Oh, next year there's an absolute franchise stud player at the top." Like, yeah. there's a McDavid. There's the next like Sidney Crosby. Yeah, the next Obare Crosby. Crosby. Yeah. I feel like I hear that all the time, and then I get to the class, and it's like draft time, and they're like, "Oh, well, maybe this guy's a year or two out." <laughs> um, but he's going to be really good. I mean, there's studs, but I just don't know if there's a lot of people that are just ready to go day
1: one. Yeah, I would say there's, there's really not. I would say, I mean, looking at most people's drafts, I have Matthew Beniers from Michigan going two to Seattle. Um, he's another name I like. Uh, we talked about Luke Hughes. Uh, honestly, my, my top five prospects that I like, I Owen Power is obviously good. Uh, Matthew Beniers would be my two. Uh, I like Brent Clark, the defenseman from Barry Colts. They have him projected, or at least the one I'm looking at right now, five to Columbus. I don't know, something about his game I really like.
0: Um, have you been watching his tape? Yeah, you have. Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. <laughs> like, no, I watched that at 2AM. Like,
1: yeah, the, I, I can't help myself.
2: The but, Bruins don't have a first this year, right? That was no. in the That was in the Anaheim deal yeah. for Bacchus, I think, right, to unload that contract?
1: Yes. But, I mean, uh, surprisingly, there's a goalie prospect in there, Jesper Wahlstedt. That guy, that guy could be. He's like, you're looking at like flurry level hype on him.
0: Well, everyone, will he live
1: to it? To be seen. Edmonton trade
0: up, please.
1: But surprisingly, my no, i mean, not surprisingly—but my number five prospect, all the way down projected here at number nine to Vancouver, Dylan Gunther or Gunther, however you say it, Edmonton Oil Kings. I like his game. I think he's to me, he's close to NHL. Right, he's like a year or two away, in my opinion. But he's closer than a lot of other guys. But. I'm seeing, like, a Mason McTavish, uh, let's see, William Eklund, Simon Edmondson, who I kind of like. All these guys, those are, like, your top ten prospects there, but uh, there's some some good names. But as Cam said, I don't think they're really
2: NHL-ready guys. Yeah, I I just don't think there's the bona fide studs that, like, instantly can – like, on the Kraken's roster – that is, like, going to set up a first line or a second line and center it. You know what I mean? Yeah,
1: if I had to set realistic expectations on them, I'm going to say they're on the outside looking in when it comes to the playoff push.
2: Yeah. And then,
0: lastly, you mentioned it briefly, Kim, about how it's crazy to think that a player wouldn't leave college based off of, like, the team picking. Yeah. I think in every of the four major sports, there's that one team you just do not want to go to. Oh, no, like, no, no. Like, Minnesota no. for basketball is just where your career dies.
1: It used
2: to be Sacramento. Yeah,
0: well, luckily they got De'Aaron Fox to kind of revive it. You know, my boy Marvin dude. Bagley's kind of like... In the NBA,
2: magic. there's so many bad teams because that league is just set up Talk to, like, heavy. continue yep. to keep the good teams good and just absolutely shit on the bad teams. Yep. It's such a terrible league from... stop top to bottom and just absolutely Cam hates
0: the NBA
2: it's just the WWE but in basketball form it's just <laughs> it's just scripted it's just but, absolutely ridiculous
0: but the question would be then is there if you were a projected number one pick in any sport is there a team that you just would not go to
2: yes um, in the NFL I would not I would go probably to- go in the NFL because you're getting drafted so late you pretty much have to go where you're going to go um, I don't see a scenario I mean you could try to like Eli Manning your way out of like a place but i think that's a little tougher now because i think organizations are just going to be like okay well you can write out your rookie deal here and like yep. you know what i mean just run not play. Like. yeah trade value down zero so uh, houston would be the team i definitely wouldn't want to go to right now just because management seems to be a disaster there they just brought in a coach who just doesn't really see like wasn't on anybody's radar for coaching prospects and all of a sudden just because he has like a similar relationship with watson although as soon as they hired him, Watson was still like, yeah, no, I'm not interested in playing here. Like he's very much it. You don't think you would sit down with Watson and be like, "Hey, uh this is, we're thinking about bringing this guy in as a coach. Is this something that would keep you interested and want to stay here?" And like, you know, what I mean, you would be a yes or no and if it was a no, you wouldn't hire him. Unless he was
0: like, I'm not You'd saying You bring the best guys. So.
2: Yeah, okay, okay. yeah, but then you bring in the best guy. I and mean, that's not him, like, you know, what I mean, yeah. You're telling me like you don't want to bring in like a enemy or something like that. Like even may, he may not even be the next best coach, but yeah. just like there's so many better options out there that you could have brought in instead of him. I mean, who knows? He could go on and be a great coach, but I guess all of his players love playing for him. Yeah, I think he was what special teams coach for the Ravens or something like that. Uh, Patriots. No, he was from the, he came from the Ravens staff. At now. No. 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 Uh, I'm talking about the guy Colin, I think is his last name the guy that got Texans hired head coach. Texans head coach oh oh um, I think it's David Cullen maybe it could be yeah, wrong yeah something like that it's something like that I think I don't know why I thought I was thinking of Joe yeah. Judge for a minute that's who <laughs> I was thinking of. So, never mind
0: um, so but, Jake you go team that you would not want so oh I,
1: I can name one from each sport right now go hit them uh, so NFL I wouldn't want to play for the Jets
2: realistically it, I, see I, I think that's the opposite for me now because their GM is a really smart guy and the coach, Sala is, I believe, also a great football mind as well. No, those and are that, good that points. That team's turning around for me. For, for me, it's all about how the front office is. And if I trust the front office, I want to play there because I believe the front office will help turn the team around. Yeah. Um, it look look at the Browns, man. Like, they're really a team that's on a complete 180 right now. Yeah. And a team that, like, people used to absolutely joke about, about never wanting to play for. And it's a team where I think a lot of free agents, it's one of their top teams they're looking to go to.
1: Yeah, I'll, I'll say for when it when it comes to Jets, realistically, I if I did get picked by them, I would play just because it is close enough to home, which is yeah. here, so that I could actually come home when I wanted to.
2: Yeah, I think part of that's for you has got to be that you're a Pats fan too. So yes, I'll get, say that that, that was team. that was my main if, reason. If, and you just watch them just get piled right into the ground for years yep. and years and years. Exactly,
1: which is you know that's that's my boss coming home, yeah. and it's going to happen again in baseball. I would not play for the Yankees. Oh, I really, I, you will not. I'm not going to do it. Oh my god, Danny Santana. That was a rock.
2: For baseball, I think the teams that I wouldn't want to play for would be Diamondbacks and
1: I was gonna say Pittsburgh. That was gonna be my other one. I
2: think I think Pittsburgh's got a decent fan base. It just the team needs to be successful. I think the Diamondbacks, even if the Diamondbacks are good, you just it's just a struggle. Tampa Bay base. can't even
0: fill out half their stadium.
2: Yeah, but Tampa Bay is still a team that's just always yeah. successful. The team Tampa Bay is a front office that knows what they are and knows how to be good at it. Yep. They build with the farm system, they know they can't spend a ton of money, but they know they're wicked good at doing exactly that. Not yeah, spending a ton of money my, and being competitive.
1: Realistically though, Pittsburgh, I like the farm system. Yeah. I th- it's just their big leagues are not that good. Though. They
2: always find a way to just destroy pitching prospects or trade them away.
1: A.K.A. Garrett Cole. And Glassnow. Yep. And
2: Glassnow, yep. Well, Garrett Cole, I think, is a product of uh, Houston Astros and some spider-tack action. It but... can go way back to
0: A.J. Burnett back in 2013 when oh, he gave yeah. him to the Yankees. Yeah.
2: AK- Pirates have definitely done a great job of destroying pitching prospects.
1: <laughs> yeah, I would say Rod Barajas was the catcher back then when Burnett was there, and he was like – uh, I was like I was watching a video. He's like numerically like the worst fielding catcher like ever. Couldn't throw out a base runner to save yeah. his life. Which
0: is shocking because Gary Sanchez plays catcher. Yep. I cannot oh, believe they to... have
2: not converted him to a first baseman yet, or just a full time DH. I can't believe it.
0: We have too many of those. Like, what are you gonna do with DJ the You Throw him on the second. Then what are we gonna do with Luke Voigt or Giancarlo Stanton? Like, you can't put everyone in the outfield. Yeah. That's the Yankees' problem. We have too many hitters who can't hit.
2: Then they should move on from them.
0: Like it's, we can't. You know, we owe them like $100 million each, and yeah. it's very, no one can afford that.
2: Yeah. Well, that's the thing. That's the crazy thing about baseball is everybody can afford it because there's obviously no cap, but the luxury tax, so many teams that just won't spend any money.
1: Yeah, I, I I mean, back to back to the teams I wouldn't want to go to. Bobby, you hit it right on the head. Minnesota for basketball, I would not want to go to. Nope.
2: Yeah, I'm not a, I am not would not be wanting to go to Minnesota. Uh, and then, There's so many. I could name like five, five to ten basketball teams I probably wouldn't. <laughs> have to <go> to.
1: <laughs> and then for the NHL, I would not want to go to Arizona. I don't know. I just feel like
0: nothing
2: good. Over about Buffalo? Would See, you go
0: to Buffalo? Number one pick?
2: Yeah. I don't know.
0: I don't know you saw Taylor Hall get two points in Buffalo and I feel immediately like Buffalo
2: popped. is a team though that soon is just gonna be in for a total blow up which which is hey, which usually ends up on the flip side being somewhat successful What
0: is there to blow up they have Eichel. And I'm talking
2: front office and coaching wise you know yeah I mean if they can get a, a good a GM in there to like start actually rebuilding a team um, it could be a team that could be successful pretty quick. Do they
0: even have a coach
2: I have no idea. I don't don't know. I can't even
1: think.
0: Like, it's probably that hard to find a coach, to want to coach Buffalo, because they're like, well, I'm going to get fired after a year. I mean, surprisingly,
2: I don't hate a lot of their pieces. I think they actually have a pretty decent, like, value-wise, like, pieces of an organization.
1: Yeah. I mean, I I just think, for me, Buffalo is, I don't know, I kind of have that Jets feeling that you were talking about, where they're eventually going to flip the switch here. Yeah. And something's going to change. Yeah
2: almost like a brown scenario yeah. with them with how long they've been kind of bad. Yeah, that or at some point they just got to figure it out and like ownership just got to be like, "Alright, we got to get the right guy in here."
1: Yeah, cuz I mean, it's funny, you know, I play a lot of NHL and obviously when you simulate, you know, Buffalo becomes a freaking powerhouse with Darlene becoming, like great and Uka like pecking in yeah. whatever how you say yeah. his name crazy name. Yeah, comes like a 90 overall. They I mean, yep. if if it goes like the video game, they're they're bound to turn it around, so yep. But yeah. those would be those would be my four teams probably Arizona for hockey Minnesota basketball New York football and hockey know football and baseball sorry.
0: I would say that I would not play for Buffalo in the NHL or Arizona so I'm right with you on that basketball I'm with cam there's like 10 to 15 teams that you could not pay me to play for oh yeah NFL to be honest the Browns solely for the fact I don't look good in Orange. You know?
2: Well, that is such a Bobby that, take right that now. Hurt, <laughs> that hurts your
0: marketability if you don't look good in yeah. the sport you play. Just saying. Well,
2: what, what what about Orange
1: do you not look good in?
2: I look like a pumpkin.
1: Okay. <laughs> anyway.
2: So I would say if Orange is your big concern, the Bengals should be your number one team you don't want to go to.
0: Well, I, I see why you would say that. Because
2: the new Browns unis are like very brown. Come on, he's like, got Joe Burrow. He loves Joe Burrow.
0: But then I can yeah. hang out with all my LSU boys. Jamar Chase. All Joe your around. LSU boys.
2: I know he can only need two. I'm sure they miss you.
0: I am. I am a Clemson fan too. So like, <laughs> yikes! <laughs> Jake's like you're an idiot. <laughs> I'll
1: say if you could
2: name anyone else on that team who went to LSU, I'd be. I'd be amazed. Do you think uh, Urban Meyer is going to be successful in Jacksonville? I do not, and I'm an Ohio State fan, so it's a lot coming from me. I do. I, I think just think do they not think he is going to. No, there's no chance. I hope the Colts come in last, so we can. I have agree bread. that the Colts. So. Maybe I not. actually believe the Colts are going to win that division. Most And they have do. the Titans as a very close, too. Um, but I just think the Titans' defense is going to be absolute dumpster fire this year. Yeah, they weren't
1: very good last year, either.
2: Yeah. And but, they, they lost pieces. So yeah. they went from being not that good last year, to losing even worse. pieces. Yes, the offense is great, but I feel like the offense being great will m- make the defense worse because teams will have to step on the gas.
0: Before this episode, I did want to do an NFL segment, but Cam said, quote, if you need me to give some hot takes, I need a week's notice. So we're gonna give you all our projected Super Bowl winners or Super Bowl matchups next episode. But before next episode, the NBA Finals might be over, mm-hmm. and by might be over, they definitely will be because last game's Thursday. So <laughs> even for a game seven, still donezo. I essentially it's need your take: Does it go seven? And essentially is it
2: it's in Milwaukee right
0: Milwaukee yep,
2: up through two in Milwaukee so if Milwaukee really wants it they got to win at this game to win it at home
0: it, win it at home my thing is one who do you think is going to win in why and is Bucks versus Phoenix good for the NBA or would you rather have been like Lakers versus or like big markets Miami Boston. I think the
2: NBA is always big market versus big market, the majority of the time. Not always, there's always some exceptions. I think it's better for the league that these teams, the teams that aren't always, um, kind of like the team, like you know what I mean, you, the the non-ESPN teams. Yeah, the Bucks are an ESPN team in my opinion because of Giannis. Everybody just sucks him off all day, King um, from. on ESPN Sports Center. Uh, first to every every single show you can think of on ESPN, they're just slurping this guy up up and down. Um, But I don't think Obviously Phoenix of late Obviously these teams have late obviously, Because they've been in the playoffs But there are two organizations that don't aren't crazy When it comes to popularity In, in sports, at least organizational wise Giannis is huge obviously But um, I think it's like Phoenix is a potential team that could have, Be like a growing basketball city Because of this playoff run Those fans are insane Especially that guy with, with the cash For uh, Giannis's free throws Oh, single-handedly single, single why they lost. You
0: hated that guy. I that absolutely despise that the guy. Theater.
2: I would scissor kick him in the face.
0: He got—he got called out on Twitter for only having sixteen hundred dollars. I guarantee. I
2: guarantee you, it's fake money.
0: No, the guy claims it was real.
2: Yeah. Okay. That's what I would do too if it was fake.
1: <laughs> <laughs> nah. I mean, i, I think it, I think it's good for the league. Uh, based on you know, a lot of fan feedback, they're loving it. They—they they love the matchup. It's been great. I—I I personally think it does go seven. Uh, yeah, I'm actually hope I'm hoping it goes seven at least. Yeah, that's a
2: personal thing.
0: Uh, I think game sevens are nuts. I love game do sevens. Do you think if yeah, it goes
2: it, sevens, it's the Suns? Like, do you think if they win this next game, if, I think you would think it switches back in their favor? I, I think so part. Yeah, because obviously they're gonna be home for game seven, so that's huge. But I was just wondering if you think that it actually swings like the whole favor of the the series back to them.
1: I I think it does actually. What, yeah. Is he having a year? Yeah, i I'll oh I'll Vlad, yeah, yeah Cabrera juniors,
2: yeah, he's what triple crown candidate, right? He's like three home runs behind, but he leads in everything else.
1: Ah, uh, something like that. Yeah. yeah. For those who can't figure out, we are watching Red Sox while we're doing this. Twelve
0: nothing Red Sox bottom four, that should just be a made up number. Yeah. Right. Game should be over. Mercy rule. See you later. Damage is done. Um, but Jake, what were you gonna mention on?
1: Uh, I like I like I'm saying. I hope he goes seven. Obviously, Giannis is gonna win MVP for the Bucks. Has to. Has to. Uh. But it's been a good series, and I think it's good for the league overall. Like, the fans love it. It's something different. We're not watching the same Cleveland versus Golden State for, like, six years in a row. Do you yeah. remember,
0: remember when it was, like, uh, round four, Cleveland versus Golden State? There was that, like, ad where it was, like, 2070, Robot LeBron versus, like, yeah. Steph Curry's ghost. Yeah. And it was, like, never-ending. It was, like, can we get a different matchup? Please, please.
2: Or LeBron going to the finals eight straight years. I can genuinely say that I would – be way less interested if it was lakers nets oh i agree completely. just because i hate both those teams they get so much coverage it's like i don't want to get more of that you know what i mean yep. like i want to like it's actually cool to see like how like good of a job james jones did building this uh, phoenix team yep. super deep uh a lot of pieces that a lot of picks that he hit on um obviously the chris paul um acquisition was is obviously working out great for him He's not having the best series, but overall, in general, he's... I think it's exciting. A, extremely good to Exciting to uh, see Devin
0: Booker ball out of his mind. Devin
2: Booker becoming a, a true superstar.
0: You get to see Coach Budenhauser be the most overrated coach. Oh, my who God. He is absolutely year. terrible.
2: Monty is one of the most... Like the, uh, the players love Monty so much.
0: Yeah, and uh, to be honest, I like the dynamic of the coach talking to the players and they're kind of like mic'd up and they play it throughout the game rather than
2: like when LeBron plays... It's just that
0: silent LeBron 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 LeBron, that's what's
2: annoying when he's in it is because it's not about his team It's about LeBron. It's that and that's what just drives me nuts It's like I like the reason so I'm a huge basketball fan But I hate the NBA just because I think how much better the product is in in college basketball That is why I hate the NBA like I don't necessarily hate the NBA because how is it how it is? I just think if you're looking at the product of basketball If you watch college basketball versus NBA, it's not even close. In my opinion, college basketball is one million times better.
1: Yeah, but then you still – you listen to everyone else. The NBA, compared to all the other major sports, gets praised for its marketing. It's insane.
2: Oh, it's the only thing you'll hear about – you'll hear 365 days. That's almost all they talk about on ESPN. Yep. ESPN should just be renamed covering basketball. Even during football season, they're talking about basketball.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Free agency, where LeBron's gonna go. What What is LeBron eating today? What superstar Where's is gonna going? go to create the next big three? Like,
0: yeah. And Cam gets to see his favorite reporter, Rachel Nichols.
2: Oh yeah, she's a
1: smoke.
0: <laughs> I mean, Adam boy, Jimmy, Jimmy Butler, just straight know, out ruining relationships. What a!
2: Isn't it also? Uh, it was Ilyasova too that was linked to her, right? Yeah. What a just crazy! Like, imagine two two guys. Like, if you were to pick them out of a lineup, but like, who she slept with. Like you're not picking those two together no okay. god no. like you know what i mean like, Ilya they're Sova opposites. and jimmy butler
0: ursan Ilyasova silva also looks like he was grown up on like a like a farm yeah like a like Amish. yeah yeah was, it looks I, like
2: he abducted her in his ufo and took her to like yeah you know i mean
1: you know what there's there's this weird conspiracy theory about ursan Ilyasova silva too and like that's not his real name or something he's actually from like uh another country i don't know like it's a age. whole yeah it's a whole weird thing yeah. a, if you haven't, if
2: I you feel ha- like, like it's a uh, commonality with a lot of uh, foreign athletes is like age uh, issues and yeah, stuff Manu- like
1: that. Yeah, like Manute was what fifty yeah. when he came into the league.
2: Yeah,
0: or that like a couple of years ago, that high school like MVP of like a state was like twenty nine. He signed. He like transferred to this high school to play basketball. Found out he was like an ex-division three college basketball player and he just wanted so like he started getting like college offers because he like transferred to the school and said he was homeschooled oh, and then gosh. someone asked for his birth certificate found out he was like 30. yeah and they are like well no wonder why you're nasty like yeah. you're dunking on all these kids and but so essentially i have bucks and six jake has sons and seven yep
2: i feel like um it's. I'm gonna probably go with Bucks and six. I think.
1: Yeah, real realistic realistic is Bucks and six. I i rooting for Suns at the beginning of the series. So I'm gonna stick to it. Suns and seven.
2: I
0: mean, I think it'll be good. Giannis back to back MVP for him to finally get a ring. Yeah, I'll get a lot of people. Do off you think back. if he
2: gets a ring, he's more likely to leave? No, he's
0: gonna stay.
1: No. Nah.
2: Well, he he signed the deal, so he's obviously committed to staying there. But do you think that he forces his way out? Because, I mean, really, if he wants to leave, he's going to leave because it's the NBA. So he can go wherever he wants. Contracts mean nothing. His contract means nothing. You're always a free agent. The The only thing his contract means is he has to go somewhere that has a player with a max deal that's going to get swung for him.
1: Yeah, I mean, the NBA, the players have all the power, and that's what I don't like about the sport.
2: I get... I want some, the players to have some power, but the level of power that they have in is the insane. NBA is just absolutely insane. They can do whatever they want. They dictate the entire sport. Yep.
1: I mean, they would literally all just say, hey, let's not play tonight, and then there would be no NBA across, like,
0: oh, anywhere. Yeah. Yep. They've done it before. Yep. Yep. They sure have. And so, my question, and lastly, we've hit the 45-minute mark, so next episode we have a lot of NFL we're going to talk about. We can talk about the, how the expansion draft went. How the nba finals wrapped up but it wouldn't be a sports gambling-esque show with no, you guys don't know this topic yet i was thinking of it if you had to bet on a team aaron Rodgers was going to go to not named green bay where does he go
2: i think the favorite is the broncos but i don't believe Rodgers to the broncos i think if anyone's gonna go to the broncos i believe it's deshaun watson for Rodgers, is tough because you have to think if Green Bay is going to move them, it's to the AFC somewhere mm-hmm. because obviously they don't want to have to get through them to get um, to the Super Bowl. So it's tough. Like if you look at teams in the AFC that need like a quarterback, that's like the last ant they need. Like that's the teams you got to look for. Wow, Biggio just went absolutely yard.
0: It's kind of nuts to think how nasty the Fisher Cats were.
2: Yeah, just unreal. <laughs> I'm, try, I'm trying to think right now. The teams in the AFC... Houston. So, what... Oh, a, God. AFC, AFC North tired. is stacked at quarterback. There's not a team in the AFC North that needs a quarterback. Yep. Um, so, you're looking... Houston, there's no chance because the roster just sucks around him. Yep. Titans don't need him because they have Tannehill. Colts don't need him because they have Wentz now. Um, I mean, that could be up for de- debate, but they're not going to because they have Wentz. Yeah, they're they commi- just they, got They're him. committed to him. So, you've got to think what AFC... J- Jack Lawrence. So, you got to think... I, th- I would say if I, if I was handicapping it, I would probably put the Raiders at the highest odds. It seems to me like it's an easy deal to get done because Carr has a relationship with Devontae Adams, which means I think you can get Carr in the deal, which obviously makes you, – if you're the Raiders, you don't have to pay as much because you can put you're, – you're getting a quarterback in return. You're still going to probably have to move multiple firsts, I think, or at least a first plus Carr. Um, it feels like money-wise they're, they're kind of close. I have to look at the deals to see – um but it seems like me the raiders a team that's kind of been rumored to be willing to move on from Carr, just hasn't had a really good opportunity to um yet i think the i think the raiders would be my favorite for uh who would rogers would go to
1: yeah i'll say just in a fantasy aspect i'd love it i have darren waller
2: yes yeah oh my god i'd be hyped
1: that would be hype yeah
0: i personally have him going to the broncos i've seen so many i think i've read like four billion articles that the only reason Denver drafted Sertan was to send him to Green Bay.
2: There See, few- I think Green Bay stacked a corner, dude. They have potentially the best corner in the league, Jair Alexander, guy's a stud. And then they draft yeah. Stokes too. Who, yep, from from uh, I think uh, Georgia. Georgia, he's yeah, a, he's a stud.
0: Too. I just don't think you can have enough.
2: I don't think Sertan's the guy going to. It's it mostly if you're the Broncos getting Rodgers, it's gonna be a package mostly related to picks. Uh, I don't think you would move... If you're the Broncos, why would you want to move Sertan? Because you need him now to be successful. Like, you know what I mean? Because Von Miller's aging, coming off of an ACL. I think it's, what, his second ACL, too? I think so. Chubb is also coming off of an ACL. Yeah. I believe, right? Or did he play last year? Was it no. ACL two years ago? Ah. No, I think Was ACL. ACL? Or was it I th- Uh He's coming off... I think he's he's coming kind off. of something. Yeah. yeah. The O-line's considerably better. Um... It's just I don't know the Broncos are definitely I think it, the Broncos are the team where if he goes there they're probably close to being a top like a, a, one of the favorites for the Super Bowl because that roster is just so unbelievably good so many weapons um, the He's, defense is really competitive um, offensive line is good they just drafted a young running back so him and yeah. um, Javante Williams and uh, Melvin Gordon would have some two headed punch there. Now, do you, do you guys think
1: that Rodgers really wants to play against Mahomes twice a year? Or do you think that's going to hurt his ego too much?
2: I think the only two options he's going to have, really, I think it boils down to he's going to the Raiders or Broncos. So, it's either play in Green Bay or play Mahomes twice a year. I think that's what it is. I think Green Bay is guaranteed. I don't think Rodgers stays in the NFC. I, I don't see that Green Bay willing to make that deal. They already don't seem like they want to move him now. Yeah, Obviously, no, the, they don't want to. But I
1: still think the... Uh, ownership has the leverage right now, but yeah. as Bobby just said, he does have a better chance in the
0: NFC. And it's yeah. Green Bay, the team with no owner. Yeah. It's like Green Bay owns them. That's yeah, the city itself. Yeah. Yeah. That's dumb. Yeah.
1: The people, yeah. the fans, own them. Yeah, that's bad.
0: How many Super Bowls has that got on them? A few. They've had Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers who can't win more than two Super
2: Bowls? Yeah. Come on. Talk about like a uh, wicked, like a great quarterback situation and just kind of whiffing on it. Well, then you get Jordan
0: Love as the backup.
2: Well, people always do that about Andrew Luck and the Colts, too. Look what they had on yeah. Well, they- yeah, that's a team that didn't figure out they needed an O-line until it was too late. Yeah.
0: Well, well the problem is now Joe is going to face that, but we'll get into that for episode two. Yeah. Joe Burrow's going to be on the back. But thank you guys for hanging out with us on episode one of Fade Our Take. I will say that all of our social medias will be in the description of this podcast. And if you want, send us a tweet at fade our take, and we'll reply to any that gets sent at the end of next episode. We
1: should probably make sure we can actually get that. I already stole oh, it. Oh, you did? not okay. The problem is it's
0: linked to Brad's phone number, so I can't change the physical <laughs> name. So it's at fade our take, but it's going to say BBNJ Sports because I can't change it until Brad texts me what the password was. But I wanna I'll break it to him at Applebee's tomorrow. <laughs> gotcha, <okay. laughs> I'll be like, hey, so we need you to get rid of this off your phone. You've been banned. Listen to us. Yeah. And we'll see you guys on episode two.